Game of Thrones. Was that the best episode of television ever, or was it hot trash that shit all over a 10-year legacy? Uh, we got a series of weaponized hot takes on this thoroughly foreshadowed bowl of dude soup. Nice timing on the intro there. Yeah, you nailed that intro. Oh, you nailed oh, it's it getting better time. and better. Well. <laughs> Not on James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got cut off last week? <laughs> last week was a... Was the whole thing. I to, tuned in a little late to that to one. To be fair, James's intro, I thought that Omar cued it correctly. Because I did I did the same thing you do right on on a something something bowl of dude soup. But there was a beat and then a joke afterwards, which more. was supposed to roll in, which ah. was in the script, but Omar he had more. Omar was so bu so busy it's working off your cues that he went for it. It's 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 the whole thing. Thing. I've been trained. I've been trained a certain way. Yeah. It was instinct. We kept it in. You know, we it, kept it, it was in. Funny. It's content. It was it. funny. Hey, it's content. It's content. It's live, baby. It's content. Uh, this content is brought to you by three sponsors, Robinhood, Squarespace, and Upstart. <clears throat> Whoa. Whoa, boy. Too many, too many sponsors. Got me all choked up. Robinhood is giving listeners of DudeSoup a free stock, like Apple, Ford, or Sprint, to help you build your portfolio. You can sign up at dudesoup.robinhood.com. You can also go to squarespace.com slash dudesoup to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And... Go to upstart.com slash dude to find out how low your rate can be on your new loan to settle credit card debt, pay student loan bills, all that kind of thing. All right, dude, yeah, uh, Game of Thrones. So there's really not a way to talk about this and be spoiler free. Uh, no, no. I guess what we can do right off the top is kind of put our pieces on the board about how we feel so we can kind of declare our allegiance mm -hmm. so people know that the battle lines have been drawn about okay. where we stand. Uh, I, tried to, I tried to get a, a, an array of, of opinions uh, for this episode. So hopefully we have representations for everybody and then we'll just get into the thick of it. So, uh, Bruce, where do you stand? I loved it. Mm. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, I, it was one of those things where I was finally able to pull myself objectively away from, I, I yeah, objectively away from what was happening. Cause I didn't like what was happening as a viewer subjectively. I thought it was like, I was like, Oh man, I can't believe that happened. I'm trying not to spoil it. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. I really wanted blank to be great. Uh, but objectively, as a viewer of television, I was like, that was rad. Hmm. Uh, it was a great, great turn. Um, kind of felt like it was coming, but I still wasn't sure. And that's why I liked it, because I wasn't I wasn't sure. And then when it happened, I was like, ah, it was like this big, deep sigh. I was like, man. But uh, that's how I felt about it. I, I'm, I'm totally in. Loved it. Cool. Yeah. James, how do you feel? Uh, I loved it as well. It felt very much like Game of Thrones to me. Uh, and what Game of Thrones does to its audience on a yearly basis, um, and and I don't know. It just felt it. It. I was not surprised when when I was watching it. I was like, can't wait till this is done so I can look what people are saying on Twitter because I know everyone's going to hate this um, because uh, Game of Thrones does a lot of things that I think upset people, but don't necessarily like crush them emotionally like not necessarily emotionally like oh like i'm crying for a character or whatever but like crush them deep within their spirit <laughs> of what they thought the show was or whatever yeah. and i thought the show did do that um and i had a feeling it was going to do that um and then ultimately the way the show looked and the spectacle of it is something you don't always get to see on the small screen and so i appreciated that so all right, Elise, where do you where do you fall? Because you you've been super into Game of Thrones for a long time, and not not to devalue anyone else's investment in it, but you're on the subreddits, you're checking out all the fan. Theories. I am a member of the Free, free Folk, folk. community yeah. uh, about 
I mean, since its inception, really, since we broke off from those kneelers, um, I've been schism, a grand schism. Yeah, since the schism, and now they try to come into our subreddit and tell us not to post spoilers. That's what it's for, you kneelers, you fuku kneelers, get out. Um, but uh, I uh, do have have issues with this season of Game of Thrones. Oh my. Nevertheless, I have a fantastic time watching it still every week. I think I can separate myself from the fact that it's a TV show and nothing that happens in this TV show is going to negatively impact my life. Unless um, you name your children child, after yeah, true. characters That's of a TV great. show that you like. Um, That's wonderful. You're going to do that? I, People have. <laughs> I, I like watching it. I, I like this episode. I thought there was a lot about it in terms of filmmaking that was masterful. There's been a lot about the season in terms of filmmaking that's masterful. I do think that people are being uh, a little bit too reactive in ways that are, are, are unjustified. I think some people are totally justified in their reactions. And my stance is that the show has suffered from trying to do some rushed payoffs in the final season. And there are characters that uh, their arcs have kind of fallen to the wayside in, in ways that didn't really necessarily do them justice. But I do think people have criticisms of characters that are totally unjustified, given that if they go back and they look at the history of the show, are really warranted. Um, they just haven't been executed in the in the way that they really deserved to be this season. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence, what about you? I'm much more on that track. I mean, I thought it was garbage. I thought it was garbage, right? Uh, but that, that's me. I, I, I'm comfortable being the strongest one here. I also just don't have, <laughs> sorry, strongest opinion. Strongest guess, opinion. Negative opinion. <laughs> we know what you meant. We knew what you um, yeah. I uh, I also, and I, I try to be as open about this as possible, don't have a high tolerance for television. Mm. I just, to a degree, sort of detest the way that it tends to extract or mess with narratives to make it fit a structure. Hmm. Um, I re- I've read all the books and I love the books dearly and, and I love the characters in the books, but the characters in the show are just a whole other thing now. So if I had, so and I've seen seasons one and two of the show and then various episodes because Stephanie still watches it and then I've been watching this season. If I had just read the books and only seen the bells, I would think it was a joke. Um, (laughs) How different tonally it is from everything. That's just me though. Um, We also have a host of other people to come in and give their hot take opinions. Uh, Let's see here. I'm gonna have to summon them one at a time. We have the hot take corner. Give them a look at that. But sad corner. Well, it's it's just, just an empty a, just a It could be a green screen. It's no not even a corner. Uh, yeah, it's not even a corner, really. But uh, we'll have Don't we'll have people illusion. dropping by. The wall of heat. Yes, the wall of flames. There also, Omar, yeah. I hope you have that <laughs> that stinger ready to go. The Please. iron wall. There it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll have a, a variety of of people around the office coming by to drop their bombs on us, and we will debate them hotly. Uh, but I guess that means we're we're signaling it now. We're getting into spoiler territory. Yes, to spoilers. The In our defense, it's one of the <laughs> most there. watched shows in at least North America. And so if you are being spoiled, you're probably in the minority. Uh, first, uh, next to the curtain and the mic is on the floor. The thing floor. that looks like the thing from Beetlejuice. Uh, yeah. First up, you saw him in this week's episode battling, uh, I won't say who, but for spoilers... So you're on Gay Joy. <laughs> you're on, on Gay Joy. Yeah. All right. So what, what, what we're doing hot takes? Yeah. 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 Hot right. takes. Drop your hot right. takes. Every, everyone's complaining about how bad the writing is, but they like they like the special effects and all that stuff. The one thing that no one's talking about is that after Mr. Robot, we don't have any more good shows. 
So I'm just enjoying it while we have it. It's not really a hot take about Game of Thrones. So many good shows. We have so many good Game of Thrones. Drop it, Omar. Or a hot take about Mr. Robot. I mean, look, Game of Thrones can take a hot dump on my chest, and I'll still say thank you because it's still better than 95% of the trash that's out there. My hot take. Thank you, Adam. Who's your favorite character? Who's my favorite character? They're all dead. This season. They're not all dead yet. Favorite character this season was. I like. I like. Emo Jack Sparrow. <laughs> can you say can you say my name is Euron Gayjoy and I'm here to fuck the queen? You just did it. Uh, <laughs> I'm well, here to let the queen peg me. <laughs> I'm a Euron Gayjoy and I like Queen Cersei's big fake lips. Nice. Fake. All right. Nice. I don't think she has fake lips. Hot I mean, they, they look so good. She she looks like uh, Jason Momoa fake. Cool. There's this like natural fake. Quick. Yeah, there's, there's, it was a one line. Thing. Okay, <laughs> we're good though. I can leave. Can I go back to work? Yes, yes. you can. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Oh boy, so one thing, boy, they're burning us up. Ooh. One thing that Adam said that I want to make sure we're all on board with, even Lawrence, mm-hmm. is that he did say it's 95 yeah. percent better than everything else on television. Lawrence, is that true? Well, if you don't like television, then that may be. That's like if you're colorblind and that's people are asking you. That's a good point. Like if you don't. My main problem with my main problem with it now, and the reason that I wouldn't say that is- That's okay. It, no, I'm, I want your opinion. It doesn't understand what it is anymore. Okay. Um, right. If it knew it were just a schlocky melodrama with a huge budget, that'd be fine. Like, But it takes itself so seriously and it pretends to be more than it is now, um, which is just a soap opera with a really amazing budget. Um, so it is and it isn't. If, if it understood its tone and had mm-hmm. like played with it a little more, then it probably would be the best TV. But instead, it, it keeps trying to be this very serious drama about characters that they want you to think are multidimensional and layered. And then they do stuff like the previous episode where they just like flatten all those dimensions out to try and bend them into an ending. I understand that's logistics driven, but to go from characters that were written in a way that they have layers and motivations and, and complications to my friend's dead and I'm sad, just just to like invent a, a plot trope to wrap up all to wrap up the story. To me, is like it's self-sacrificing. It's it's a show that's acting in a way contrary to what it told you it's supposed to be, and that to me makes it the worst television, um, which is is a philosophical bullshit thing to say considering there's so much talent going into it. Yeah, there's plenty of talent behind the cinematography and special effects, music, and uh, acting, but I feel like it it's just got a rotten core now. But hey, whatever, man. A, a um, lot of, a lot of people feel the way you do. A lot of people feel the way you do. I do not. <laughs> uh, I I think I'm I'm. I, I have been watching this show week to week uh, for years, and I read all the books uh, the, when I watched the first season. So I'm I'm very keyed into the the way I thought Game of Thrones should be, um, and I kind of always felt like it was going to head this way. Uh, didn't want it to, as just as a storyteller, I I like when good guys win. That's my thing. I love it. Um, but I really I, I I think the point of the show has always been what happens when. Regardless of what your character's arc is, what happens when somebody makes a decision? And mm-hmm. that to me was, this is what she did. Danny, did, Danny made a decision. She had, she had decided that she, she had had enough of fighting through bureaucracy and uh, she was going to do what she wanted to do with the power that she had. That's what it seemed like to me. So, um, sorry, I, I don't want to dominate the conversation too much, but just to be clear, like, let, let's get one thing out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't, there are some people who have a problem with what happened. They felt betrayed. They thought sure, Danny sure, was a good sure. person, whatever. Yeah. I didn't think that. Okay. I, I was like, how is this story going to end? It's going to end with somebody conquering Westeros. That's the whole idea. I know someone who cried because she was such a Danny's huge Daenerys was, fan and was so upset. Uh, like, okay. If you didn't see it, she was burning 
people for seasons. Yeah, that's yeah, no, true. When you, if I guess if you start to impress those characters onto people, mm-hmm. like if you think that this is the, pro- Jon Snow is obviously like the only pure character in, or and then Ned before him, the only two pure characters in the entire show, basically. Um, Tyrion became that, but didn't start that way. So to impress that on Daenerys, I think is a little kind of self-insertion from the audience. I don't have a problem with that. I thought that was going to happen, and I hoped it would happen. Actually, I hoped that would I hoped that would set up a cool conflict, but it didn't. Instead, it was just her murdering everyone. Yeah. And it to me, I I put a little note in here. Somebody on Twitter said that it felt like Anakin from Episode Three murdering younglings. His fall was known. Like anyone that can rub two brain cells together knew Daenerys was going to try to kill everybody. Uh, especially when they start setting up that Jon Snow is the rightful heir. It's just where it's going to go. But see, that's what—that's what—that's the point. They made the decision. Eventually, someone along the way—not everybody's a monster. Adolf Hitler wasn't a monster, but he made a decision at some point. Guys, oh, was, uh, he wasn't a monster his entire yeah, life. We Godwin's law this oh, one right no, away. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted a camera hit for that one. Omar, c- <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a monster his entire life, but he made the decision to become a monster at hmm. some point. At some point, he decided. I'm going to kill a, a million well, people. I, say, I, think, I think to Lawrence's point, though, again, Hitler, but like it was probably an incremental change. I don't think he came to a point yeah. where Hitler was like sitting on a wall looking at a bunch of Jewish people right. and then and then going like, all right, let's kill him. Yeah. I think I think what you're saying is like an incremental change over time is how you you like in your ideal world, it would have still ended with her doing something terrible maybe even that but you would have once you were at that point you wouldn't have realized you would like it's not it would have been predicated it would have been like it would have been like oh well she got it's like an escalator like she slowly moved to it but you felt like it was an elevator like it was like right bang. like yeah. it was like boom and well, we're at it it was it was them it was the writers as far as i can tell and as far as it seems to me as a viewer the writers had three episodes to make her break bad, basically. What about Daenerys when she burned up the Tarleys? So, see, like to me, when she burned up the Tarleys last season, I was like, "Fuck, dude!" But she's she's fucked. very she's very self righteous, well, and she thinks that she is completely yeah, I, I, warranted in in doing that. Well, and and so the the show did a really good job of telling you, well, maybe she is okay on this one. Maybe she was all right burning up the Tarleys. Me, I was like, "What? No, dude! Don't you can't do that!" Just just be like, let them live and they're your prisoner or they decide to, you know, whatever. They'll eventually come around. Don't just kill them. But you killed them. I, I think the interesting, the, I think the reason I like the show is because a, a lot of people talk about character arcs, but character arcs don't necessarily mean change. Sometimes character arcs just mean growth. Like Godfather isn't a movie. It's an amazing movie sure, yeah. and they have character arcs, but it's just the characters growing, not changing. Like, hmm. Like literally, Don Corleone. He doesn't change. They don't yeah. change the whole time. They're just the same character, and they just kind of get better or more in tune with who they were at the beginning. And I think, yeah. I think the reason I was okay with everything that's happened in Game of Thrones is because that's how it's always felt. It's always like Jon Snow in the first episode is like, "I'm gonna do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this." And every and like. And then he does it, like, and despite everything he sees and how many times he's backstabbed and murdered and killed along the way, he comes out of it and he goes, I'm gonna do the right thing every, <laughs> t- every single time, often to the detriment of everybody around hundreds of lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it's just, even, even Tyrion, who I would say is the closest to having character change, they make a point of telling you that as a young man, he was just this good person. He found this like young woman and oh, he like yeah. befriended her and everything and then everyone shit all over him and he so he he drowned himself in alcohol to stop thinking about it but as soon as the time came for he stopped drinking he just reverted back to who he was at the beginning 
even Jamie, who people are upset about, like, I don't think he ever changed. Like, he, like there was a moment in the last episode, the most recent episode, where Tyrion was like, you always looked out for me. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what he did with Brienne in the episode two and three episodes prior or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, because Jamie, people are like, I can't believe they did Jamie like that. He just turned his back on everything. And I'm like, I think he kind of always was that per He was always this knight. He's like this weird knight archetype. And he always goes to her. He always, he follows these orders, but then he also protects the innocent. And he's like, yeah. in some ways it makes him one dimensional, but in other ways it makes him complex. Beneath how does, how does him kid? shoving the kid out the window jive with that? Well, I mean, he's, that's it. Still falls in line with everything. Right? He's, yeah. he's always loved Cersei. He's and always he always defaults to the same. In real impetuses. life, people some I mean, people don't have like character arcs in mm-hmm. real life. Some people can go through life doing some really good things and then some bad things. Like there's a gray area to people, and I think Game of Thrones is the most interesting when it has characters who exist in a gray area and aren't just a Cersei that are like like even Cersei like. She's one of my favorite characters on the show, not because I agree that she, that w- with her, but because she's such a complex character. And I always think of her along the same parallel as Arya, where Cersei was born into a family where she was expected to uphold certain traditions and fulfill a certain role because she was a girl, whereas Arya was interested in the things her brother was interested in. She was interested in a certain life, and their only difference was nurture. Her Cersei's father was like, no, you're going to become a lady and he's, I'm going to sell you as soon as I can. Whereas Arya's father said, I'm going to get you a, dan- a dance or a, a sword instructor, a water dance instructor or whatever. Yeah. Speaking I, of water uh, dancing, and, uh, we got somebody in the hot seat real quick. Oh, oh, okay. In the hot take corner. Sorry, at least we'll come right back to you. I problem. Uh, who's in the who's in the hot takes right now? Oh, OK. All right, Jacob, drop your hot take on us. All right. Um, it's a pretty, pretty room temperature. It's a slightly warm take. Oh, okay. I mean, but, but that's hot for Jacob. Scalding yeah. take for Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've liked these past two seasons, but I think that having less episodes and more big spectacle has been the biggest problem and has been the one thing dragging on the show for me is that it all goes really fast and we don't get as much of that character stuff. Like at least talked about Cersei. And I was really bummed at how little Cersei there was in this season. Because I was like, oh, yeah, Queen Cersei. She's going to be doing all this crazy stuff in King's Landing. But every scene, she's just kind of hanging out, staring out the window, waiting for all the stuff to come. And I think that's been the worst part of the past couple seasons is um, just not enough. There's not enough room for all the things I like about Game of Thrones. I like the battles, though. Yeah, hot it, takes. It is. It is interesting. Thank I think, you, Jacob. Uh, <laughs> before before we go back to sorry, you had finishing and just building off his point, it's interesting because I remember watching like season two and season three and all that stuff week to week, and so many people complained about mm. how it dragged I'm in the slow. middle. Yeah. But those are the moments that people wish they had now. Yeah, and it, it is weird. It, it like it is. A, it is an interesting flip flop because it's probably not the same people saying both. Maybe we I don't, don't, know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's what I tell myself whenever I whenever yeah, a community says two conflicting yeah, things. Lots of voices coming out, yeah. but I, I do think that that seemed to be the loudest criticisms of Game of Thrones in the early seasons. Were that it was like I I love the show. I just wish it just didn't drag. Yeah. And also, it skips all the battles. 
90% of the battles are people talking about the battles. I mean, that's the way the book well, handled it. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, first of all, I mean, writing a battle is stupid. Yeah, it's not going to work. But the way I loved the way that they did it in the book in that you jump between perspectives, so you never have good information. Mm-hmm. It's always second or third hand. You hear about a battle, but yeah, you don't yeah. even know if that's what happened. But you but can't then the show do that just became television. omniscient narrator. You can. It just requires better writing. I want to hear Lisa finish her point. I don't ex- know exactly what I was saying beyond mm-hmm. that. I think... Mm-hmm. The gray area is the interesting area. The character that might have been influenced by something and that swayed them. Otherwise, I... Uh, I mean, you're talking yeah. about water yeah, dancing. Sorry, Lisa. I, told, I totally threw you off. Nurture kind of thing. The difference between characters and their motivations and stuff. Well, I, I guess you guys are kind of making the same point in that that gray area of characterization has sort of fallen away. Mm-hmm. Because you need characters that, kind of like Bruce was saying, take decisive action because you also have to end the narrative. So... I guess to me it was just a bummer that that decisive action had to come in the form of, and this is debatable, but to me, and, and the show to me at least sent this message pretty clearly, came in the form of a powerful character going insane and like just snapping and then killing everyone because that's how you wipe the table clean. Well, my biggest thing is like, okay, like they've definitely set up throughout the seasons her doing really they vicious have. things. And yeah. so the people that are, that are shocked by this, this turn, you shouldn't be shocked. It's, it's poorly executed. Yeah. Is is the issue, but there's nothing shocking about it. She's uh, she's you know made deals with people to grant them safe passage and then revoked that and burnt them alive. And you know she's done all this stuff. It's it's just a matter of this season has kind of done everyone dirty on a on well, a level. I think <laughs> a level. I think the major difference that I can think of between her moment here and her moment in other places is that the show never sh- previously showed you when she took her anger out on those that did not directly yeah. like upset her. Mm-hmm. So she did crucify all of the people in Mayreen, right? Well, she crucified uh, someone's father who yeah. his son said, well, my, my father didn't but, but crucify the, o- the slaves. The only ones they know? show are the, one, are the ones that she has like intense dialogue with or confrontation with beforehand. It's generally like this person represents the bad people. And then, because like even like I even think about when she she took over all the Dothraki by locking those guys in the temple in, and in burning a, in it. a temple yeah. oh, and yeah. burning it to the ground right. or whatever, and it was like, but like, who else is in there? You don't know. There was like, there's a lot of people in there. They just didn't focus on them. Yeah. And well, so I think this is the first time they the show changed its perspective and was like, all right, she's gonna do what she's kind of done the whole time, but we're gonna show you. The the, the 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 innocence. the difference, yeah. so, and I will say that there were. But why huh, is she angry now? A million now? times more the innocence. <laughs> well, I think I think James is implying that she always was. They just she never was, showed you. She always was. Well, maybe to to a to a lesser well, a lesser, lesser degree, think, but yeah. like, or it didn't it didn't have such a wide impact. Yeah, they they're really but, playing up because they like do her up in makeup to make her look crazier. They have her act crazier. Well, no, no, no they, they didn't. They didn't do any of that. They absolutely did all of that. Well, they hold on. They, they justified it. They had they had a line where she hadn't slept for days. They said all those things. So you know, what, what so, makes this different than every other time? Well, no, no, she hadn't slept for so, days, and so you're saying they put crazy makeup on her. No, no, like that that was just her not. Well, sleeping no, he's for saying days. he's so saying her appearance was different for this than it, in the other one. I, she probably looks she looks great, yeah, and she, she does was all what put she together, does. She's and the she queen was calm and collected. Well, well she show, had a breaking point. The show and the show also didn't and say she has slept for days. My question, but my question is. Why is this her breaking point yeah. now? Why hasn't she she broken before when other horrible things have happened? She's it's been like far worse. I mean, they they had to make her break. They had to make her break. I don't to make know that the she. I, I, twist I don't happen. know that she had been through far worse. And the thing is, is that like she went through terrible stuff when she was 
when she was powerless. And that was the catch, right? Before, she went through really, really terrible stuff where she didn't necessarily have all the power she had now. And that, in my opinion, was the point. That was where she had all the power in the world and she she could go one way or the other on this one, and she and she went the wrong way. Except the dialogue, she was like, "No one loves me, so I'll kill everybody." That's literally what she said. It wasn't like I feel powerless. It wasn't anything. I don't know that she said. No. No yeah, she, I mean, said, she said so that in the words. She said, "I won't." She said, "I She tried to kiss John, and she's like, "No one loves me." Yeah. No, she said. She said, "If I can't win them with love, I'll win them with fear." Yes. Because that that scene. I mean, they they do kill uh, Masandai, and it's like a huge emotional moment for her. But that scene where she's sitting in the great hall. And everyone's around Jon Snow, and she's sitting by herself, and she's like watching. I think that's a more like telling yeah. scene for Daenerys and who, what her character is, and what she really cares but about. That's been the situation she's been in her entire life. So why is this one so much but worse? That's not true. She had Varys and Tyrion and Jorah and Jon Snow recently, and all that other stuff. I mean, like she's had she all, those, all those. I, I I think a lot of it has to do with her. She, support. she lost Jorah. She had a she had a base of support. That's true. Basically, from the point where she had acquired power which is getting those dragons and people going, okay, all right, there's something here. She's serious here. And, uh, well, she first of all, she had called Drogo, yeah. who was basically like her first dragon. And she was like, okay, I can, I can literally ride him to whatever solution <laughs> I want. She lost him and then did something crazy. Yeah, burnt then, that witch and, alive and the, or whatever. Like she did something crazy <laughs> immediately. Um, yeah, fuck the witch. She burned her on the pyre. Killed her real yep. bad. And then, and then also did something crazy, and then kind of came out of it. And I think, I think every single time, it's basically gone to this thing where she goes to this point, loses her support, her support group, and then does something crazy every single Comes time. Comes out of it better. It's kind of gotten bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I think between losing Jorah and Missandei, and then Tyrion is supposed to be the one who's in her corner, but is perpetually, perpetually going behind her back and backstabbing her and like not like doing. That's, I think that's another thing that I, I like about the show is that the morally right characters are terrible. <laughs> Jon Snow is constantly lying and breaking promises and doing things for the greater good. He made an oath. Yeah, it is, I made an oath. It is at odds with his own <laughs> supposed morality. Yeah. And it's it, that, to me, makes him more interesting, but I also don't see him as a pure hero sure, in the same way. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. I see like as a, as a pure hero. Oh, a hot take, hot Ooh, take. you got one. Um, and so I think that is the compounding that she received every single season where ultimately she does something and mm. then there's loss and then she's mm. like, hmm, I can't believe. And then this one was another thing where it's like Tyrion was like, just trust me, we'll get through this, it'll be fine. And she's like, okay. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and but, then so yeah. in the same moment that that happens, then they immediately she immediately knows also that John, the other support group has also betrayed her, has also betrayed her yeah. immediately yeah, no, <laughs> after she lost after she, tell she basically <laughs> she basically lost two kids doing what he asked her to do. Right. Yeah. Two children doing what he asked her to do. And now she's losing everything else. She's like, there's nobody. There's nobody. So I'm just going to do what I think is the well, right thing to do. Well, a Targaryen alone in the world is a terrible yeah. thing. But I, I think, whatever I, they like, say. I think <laughs> I, I understand that? what you're saying. There was definitely an image shift. And it, again, there was it. pacing. It's a pacing issue. Um, yeah. That being said, episodes don't grow on trees. Yeah. They do cost money. 
and I think there probably was a point where they came to a choice where they can, they were like, either we can have the Battle of Winterfell. No, it was the choice of the showrunners. No, but I think there's still money. There's still money involved. I guarantee you there's still a discussion of cost. Like we've had that, Spreading that money across episodes. Yeah. But I think, I mean, HBO, on a, they said, they said, make as many episodes as you want. And they said they only wanted to make that many. I know. I just I have a feeling that they probably made that decision once a monetary amount was discussed. Well, if I may intrude real quick, something we can all agree on is that we need to listen to our advisors. <laughs> Much like our financial advisors in Robinhood <laughs> nice. can provide you assistance in achieving your financial dreams. Robinhood is an investing app that is sponsoring this podcast and it allows you to buy and sell stocks, EF, ETFs. I keep wanting to say EFT. I don't even know what that is. Uh, options and cryptos. All commission free. Take power into your hands like Danny did with a dragon. Uh, other brokerages can charge you up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't do that. Uh, no commission fees at all. So you can trade all the stocks to your heart's content, keep all your profits. They also provide very easy to understand charts and market data. Think of it as your hand advising you about how to invest your money. Uh, you can place trades in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections. So if you just want to invest in entire segments of the market, it makes it easy to do that. Uh, these collections are something like 100 most popular. So if you just want to go with the crowd, you can. Or if you want to stake out on your own, maybe put some money behind your beliefs about how society should be operated, you can do that too. It's like Danny did with her dragon. Um, with Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market and build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. And Robinhood is giving all the listeners of Dude Super free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. You can get that today at dudesoup.robinhood.com. Once more, that's dudesoup.robinhood.com for your free stock. It's free stock for you, Danny. Sign up right now. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Robinhood, for the uh, sponsorship. Um, all right, back to what you were talking about. Uh, you guys present very good arguments for how all of this makes sense. And again, I, I think it's not the what, it's the how. And again, I keep going yeah. back to Anakin. There's an amazing story there. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't told in the but movie. Anakin, you know, Anakin had eight hours. And this had seven. More. Yeah. So they're saying it's a total of about 73 hours. Mm. So this had 70 hours of Danny and other characters building up. And and I guess to my kind of what you were talking about, and I, I completely agree it feels rushed. I get that it feels rushed. I understand that. But to me, it never did. Because I was the person complaining for the first six seasons how everything was boring until episode two and nine. And everything else was like, yeah, mm. great character development. Great. You, you were the one. <laughs> the Bru I, Bruce, maybe, maybe three seasons ago, they thought... We'll do eight seasons of this. We'll do nine seasons of this. And then they went, now nah, we want to make Star Wars. That, we got to get out. That's, it's funny because everybody's speculating on that, but no one actually knows that, that that's the no reason they're well, leaving. No, we may never I just know. Think, I just think, imagine if someone came to you and said, you can make a show for X amount of dollars. And then, and I don't, this is, again, pure speculation. I'm just saying industry side of things that most people don't consider and may be completely wrong, but is also a possibility. If someone came to you and said, you can make, a sh you can make your show or a season for X amount of dollars. And then you said, and they said, you can make as many episodes as you wanted, but you couldn't negotiate the monetary amount. Would you choose to make less? Oh, I see what you're saying. But you yourself have been I in a position where it's not a, we give you this much, make as many episodes as you want with it. It's a, we'll give you this much per episode. We're going to give John 30 seconds to drop a hot take on us. <laughs> Throw it to the hot take corner. John, what do you got for us? Fuck pepperoni pizzas. No, it's about Fuck Game of Thrones. Cheeses. It's about Game of Thrones. He's going to get there. He's going to get there. Yeah. Peanut butter banana sandwiches are the best hot meal on the planet. Hot? I don't give a hot fuck what you think. Fuck a salad. This is a podcast. Ooh, don't. 
even question He's me. He's got a gun. It's Go a, back to John. It's a podcast. He's got a gun it's a podcast. John. Don't even question me. John, it's a podcast. They can't see what you're doing. Who do you want to win, mountain or hound? Click, click, boom. That's what I'm doing. Oh, we need Look. to have a clack, clack, bang. Hey, hey uh, put some peanut butter and banana on in between two pieces of bread. Butter the outsides. Grill it like a grilled cheese. And uh, maybe I won't have to kill you. All right, just. Go take John's mic. Alana's here. Yeah, Alana's actually here for nice an actual one, John. Yeah, that's Great a hot job. take. Wasn't about Game of Thrones. I don't know. Peanut butter and jelly I like more than peanut butter and banana. Jelly balances it out a little bit. He had Go a, to the hot take corner. He had a gun. Don't question it. Yeah, he's got a... You just handed me a gun out of nowhere. And now <laughs> for a real hot take. For an actual <laughs> hot take. Uh, all right, Alana, what's your, what's your hot take? Uh, my hot take is that anyone who's saying that the ending is just disappointing because people were expecting too much or they were never going to like it is wrong. It's because the writing is bad and the characters are inconsistent. And uh, instead of going through arcs and being developed, they now are just throwing all that out the water, losing all their loyalties and everything that they've built because it doesn't matter anymore. Boom. Oh, John, that's, a great take. Writer, all right. that's a great take. That's a, that's a hottest take. Hey, hold on, Alana, uh, can I ask you a follow-up question? Yeah. And I'm not trying to diminish your hot take, mm -hmm. but do you think that the audience was this shocked and dis disappointed and critical of the writing when Vegeta assumed the Majin powers after everything he But that led to the through? sweetest fight ever. It did. He just needed power to defeat Goku. You just played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Except that the, I yes? didn't think the CG. <laughs> oh, maybe they were. Cool. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of said yes with the question. How did, how did the Japanese audience re react when that first happened? When that manga came out and Vegeta, after being a good guy for so long, he was we only... thought he was changed. Nah. As soon as he could assume the power and become Majin and fight Goku again, he went for it. Oh, Vegeta is Daenerys? Wait, is it is it is it hurt my case or help my case that I'm comparing it to the writing of Dragon Ball Z? I don't know who I don't know who James is talking to anymore, Alana. So I'm, I'm not really sure. It's probably himself, I think. I actually don't have an issue with Daenerys thing because I'm okay with them like flipping the villain at the very end on their head. Like I kind of think that's interesting. Uh, I don't like what happened to Arya. That annoyed me more than anything. Mm. That like she's built up as this battle. She storms into the city and she, suddenly she's like, "Oh wait, I could die," and then just runs off and finds a horse. It's like. I know that you did that so that we had a, a character to follow through the city while everything was happening. But why her? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The Unsullied just suddenly murdering people. Like, Unless she's gonna put on Jon Snow's face and then that kill Daenerys. Like, yeah. and then so the they wanted her really to see all the carnage. Well. Like, why did he suddenly stop being loyal to Who? Cersei? Who's that? The Mountain. Oh, the ma the Mountain stopped being loyal because he hates Gregor more than he yeah. uh, loves yeah. Cersei. Then more than he's a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Always, always I guess? hated Gregor. Always. They've always hated each other. Yeah. For as long as. Yeah. I think there's a certain, there's a weird thing where everyone's like childlike motivations, like whatever their most base emotion or drive was came out in this, in this, in this episode. episode. Like, like everyone it. just reverted. It's like somebody calling for their mom while they're dying, you know? Yeah. I, I get that. I, to, to, thank you, Alana, by the way. Thank you, Alana. It's really hot over here. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really hot everywhere. It's called the hot take. <laughs> hot take. Boo. Hit him, Omar. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I was I was disappointed with how they they worked Jamie, but at the same time I was like, if he's he always knows, loves Cersei, yeah, that's always. The thing. If they, he knows he's at up, the end they, of his they life, grew up together, brother and sister. But, but my problem with Cersei's death is we don't know she's dead. We don't know that she's dead, but <laughs> they set up that whole Valonqar prophecy thing oh, yeah, that yeah, she was the yeah. death by the little the hands of Which the little younger the brother. 
she went to Maggie oh. the Frog. They showed it in the show. They did? Of her, you know, your children will die. I don't oh. know if the Valonqar prophecy is in the show, mm. but like I thought it I thought it was. There I believe there was one flashback of her as a little girl, but I don't think it was the exact same prophecy. But it's just that, that I don't remember. There's just so many so much that's about the deaths in this season that is so unceremonious mm. for all of these characters. The Arya thing that Alana com- complained about, I had the exact same thought of like, they're using her, she's our Ellen Page from Inception to take us on a tour mm. of King's Landing. Oh, so you get to see all the and, bad stuff from yeah. the level? Yeah, and if it was worth it for that horse thing at the end, I don't know that it well, was in terms of kill, symbolism. However, if, if, she, if it's only because doing it they so wanted to dead. see her see all this carnage, so that way she puts on Jon Snow's face mm-hmm. to go kill Daenerys. Because I think another thing too is everyone was like, well, Arya did all this stuff where she trained with the, the faceless men and then she can, you know, wear other faces. Like, we've only seen it once. We've only seen it sure. with, yeah. uh, what's his face? Uh, from Frey. From, uh, the Frey. The Frey. Yeah, we only see it with Walder Frey. Frey. Yeah. Like, but we haven't seen it since. Like, shouldn't we see her do that again? That's and I think, I don't, I don't think she's going to do it again. Maybe there will be, a, in the last episode, she'll do the Mission Impossible. Yeah. Mission Impossible. <laughs> easy, easy. She was Jon Snow the entire time. <laughs> Yeah. Does she have to kill the person to take their face? Does, I, is that's that a, unclear. I thought she just grabbed it from that big room of no. faces. I, I, I always thought this was it was magic driven. Like, well, I, I know that it's the actual face from the person. Like yeah, she takes their, their face, face off, but I don't yeah. know. If she has to be the one to kill them. I don't know. In order to no, take no, it. absolutely not. I I was I was under the impression she could put on any face she wanted to. Well, in terms of the Arya thing in that episode, it wasn't my interpretation that fear is what drove her away. It's that. She, the one good she, piece she of advice that hell. she got was that this this will consume you. If revenge, this list that you've made, is your only driving force, it will consume you. Mm-hmm. And the only kind kind of person that she trusted about that was the Hound, oh, someone right. who was physically consumed and and was you literally like the big guy and the little girl was, pairing no, up. I love oh. it, but rolled my eyes so hard at thank you. That scene like, was that's rough. The best, the best yeah. thing that she could say. I mean, I think I think that should have. There should have been more time. Yes, Basically, yes. there should yeah. have been more time always, devoted always. to yes. that moment. Always. I yes. think it was the right thing because I think if she was going to listen to anyone, it probably would have been him because oh, yeah. he's like, this whole thing is falling down and I'm still going to go upstairs he tells it like it is. to try and but, kill my brother first. So I get I get the dramatic trapping of that. Why wouldn't he have that conversation before they went into King's Landing? Did they think that they weren't going to go in there and die? Well, I mean, they were not counting on flaming a flaming dragon destroying everything Zerk. while they, they were, were doing it. They were counting on a fight breaking out. But not, I mean, they well, were but not they, the whole they thing coming down. They on bypassed them. the whole oh. army and were within the Red Keep. So I don't. I think their plan was spy action. They were going to do spy team stuff, and I think Sandor was like, "But they can still do spy team stuff." Like, well, being being in the castle, it's it's already it's already for uh, what's the word? Whatever. It was going to happen no matter what at that point. So why have the dramatic encounter? Like, if he was if he was like, oh, you can't give your life away to revenge, he would tell her before they left. Well, because I don't think he was planning on her dying. I think it wasn't until it became a suicide mission. It wasn't a suicide. It didn't appear to me, at least, that it was intended to be yeah. a suicide mission until everything started falling apart and bursting into flames. And then that's when he stopped and said, this is a suicide mission. I'm going to keep going because this has consumed me hmm. and because this is all I have. And I'm a husk. I'm an unhappy person who can't enjoy anything yeah. except for you and the knowledge of you being safe. So I'm going to tell you that the, now this is this conversation should have unfolded. It shouldn't have been a, a three minute conversation. It shouldn't have been him saying, yeah. "If you go up, you're going to die." 
and her going, you're right, and then leaving. It shouldn't have been that. It should have been him explaining to her the stakes and at some point getting on his knee and grabbing her and then her pushing him away and stuff. It should have been something that played out in a bigger moment because I think think that would, one, there wouldn't have been any interpretation that she was leaving out of fear, which didn't occur to me, but I think think, think some people have interpreted her as like, why would she run away from that? And I was like, I don't think that was what was happening. I think he just, he was like, yo, this is going to destroy you bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. um, and that, but for him, it's too late. He has no choice. He's going to go up there and fight him. Just continue trying to stab this guy, even if he waited five minutes, the guy would die in a collapsing rubble anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's that's what I got from it. I mean, like it was the same deal, and I, I totally agree. Again, the same deal. Uh, yeah, it should have been longer. That should have been more drawn out. Um, I don't know why. I keep trying to figure out why I was fine with it. Because I was fine with that. I was fine with, with Jamie going back. I was fine with all those turns hmm. because. I was fine with Jamie going back too. Yeah, I mean, like I was fine with all those turns because those are what the characters would have done in my head. And like, if if Arya, the only person that she trusts is the Hound, basically, and it, like she obviously trusts Sansa too, but she trusts she trusts the Hound implicitly because they've spent years together or months together, whatever it was. And if he's like, "Don't do this. You're gonna die." If I were in that scenario, I would have been like, "Okay, you got it." I don't really want to die killing this other person. Like I'll get her later, or she'll probably die in the in the fire. I'm good, and I'll and I'm you know like and I, I'm gone. I, so I think there's certain things that happened where, and I don't know why. It's not that anyone liked it more, or anyone watched it more, or studied it more, no. or anything. I think I think a certain thing happened where you know when your eyes are filling in the blanks, you're only looking at the space, but it, your brain does the math and fills in everything else. Mm-hmm. I think that's what my brain has been doing with the show for the last two seasons. Two seasons, you and I have been fine with it. Where yeah. it's like, it's like they're like, I don't need to see them crossing the Trident. Yeah. There's a line in there about they're in the Trident and then they're at this other place. I assume that time has passed and that nothing momentous has yeah. happened in that time. Um, and now we are here at this moment where something important is gonna happen. And so I just kind of filled in the blanks. And so even in a scene with that, which is not well paced and is rushed, um, which, by the way, I, I I get shitting on the writers for that, but when you're looking at a script that is already 200 pages, yeah, and someone's going, we need more time for this hound With thing, 18 characters, and and like I do I do see how that is daunting, <laughs> um, um, but I think I just fill in the blanks and I go, oh, I understand what that moment was supposed to be between them, and it played for me, um, Elise was watching clips of like early sequences of dialogue in Game of Thrones. Dialogue writing has taken a nosedive. I think it's remarkably different. And I, I, well, I think it's the same quality, but I think the scenes- (laughs) I don't think it is either. Well, I think, well, I mean, here's the the difference though. The scenes in those early episodes are like three times as long. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's the same lines Except now we don't have the stuff that actually, the connective tissue that actually brings it all together. Gods, I was strong then in those early seasons. <laughs> what? Robert Baratheon. Oh, Bobby yeah. B. Yeah, yeah. The no, I'm just days. saying, I just feel like, I feel like they, what they did was the... they basically had, if you think about it, they basically had a bunch of very uh, storied actors. They got the best actors they could and they wrote as many lines as they could because they kind of needed to churn time. Well, they didn't that's have big battle do. sequences. They right. didn't have stuff. these. They didn't have those moments. They also didn't know that it was going to become one of the biggest shows on the planet. But they were they were doing what shows do, you know, 
is churn. Yeah. And uh, and they were hiring the best fucking actors they could to do it. And now what we're left with are probably the most inexperienced actors, with the exception of like the Lena Headies and some of the older guys. But like everyone's tied off. So now we're left with the least experienced actors and the least amount of time for them to actually have scenes with each other. And so what you're getting are just mm. like the like every fifth line that you would get in one of those early scenes between Ned Stark and Robert Baratheon just chewing the shit, chewing the shit. And you're like, they're buds. They're really setting it up. And that, that's why I think it feels, I mean, I guess, yes, in a sense, that is better writing because writing is editing. But like, I feel like the words are the same. There's just way less no. of them. And so we're only getting- I, I hard disagree. I still think hmm. the writing is just worse. Man, I never thought the writing was good. I never thought the writing. I always thought the writing was pretty good for what it was. But this is a television. This is a television show. This is not a book. It turned into and people just th- saying out loud how they feel, which well, is bad writing. Well, well I know, but all, it has to motivate action because there's not much left. Yeah. And right. so for right now, with a book, like I was watching when I was watching t- ten episodes of th- season three, let's say, <laughs> it felt like I was reading a motherfucking book, and yeah. I was like, "What am I doing? Why am I wasting?" 75 minutes on a literally an 18 minute scene of dialogue. <laughs> like I was like, there, there's other way, way better television that I was watching at the time. That is why I feel like this is all paying me off now. And that's what the books were building up to always. They yeah. were always building up to huge conclusions, huge battles. This was never going to be Cersei and Jamie talking about something for 45 minutes. And then I guess we'll shake hands and move on. Like that was never going to be that. It was always going to be huge battles, explosions. Like, that was the point of those seasons. That's what I got from those books when I was reading them. I was like, man, I can't wait for six and seven. Books six and seven. Woo! And when I was and I was like, I know four and five. Boy, five is a slog, boy. Yeah, a That's a talking. long book and That's it a lot sucks. Of diplomacy. <laughs> but I'm gonna get to those explosions. We're gonna get to them and it's gonna be great. Because I got the character development. I got what I I got what I wanted boy, more I, than I wanted. See, I do well, I was I was just gonna say sometimes I do <laughs> think that 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 perspective sometimes is <laughs> I really don't want to do this homework because homework sucks. But that's the, so that was the point. The point was the character interactions. Well, the no, point I, was... I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying in defense of people being upset mm, sure, by sure, it. Yeah. I think, I think sometimes you're doing homework and you're like, more math equations. Yeah, yeah. But then you go to the store when you're 35 years old and you know uh, how to calculate the tip. You've, you've, done, right? the, you've like, done the homework. Yeah. Because you got to that point. Yeah. So I do think those slogs, like those early slogs are the reason people actually care what happens to them now. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm so excited about it. Otherwise, I just watched six seasons, mm-hmm. what is it, seven and eight? I just watched season seven and eight. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm so excited. Go ahead, Elise. I, I guess just it's just for me, like, when Cersei has sent Bronn to go kill Jamie and Tyrion, and there's no real resolution to that beyond them going, we'll pay you more. And Jamie goes to Cersei and he just like, takes her in his arms and goes, we'll be together. Like, I kind of want them to have a little bit more of an eloquent conversation about yeah, what their deeper relationship, is. like, it just- I do not disagree with you at feels all. feels so hollow. Like, like, there was more time devoted to Jamie get finding closure with Braun than there was devoted to him finding closure with Cersei. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we also don't know they're dead, but I, I do- We not, know that they're dead. I do not disagree but, with you on that. Like, and I, I think everybody's point is actually well taken on that. On every scene where the, they should have, where they're closing off, closing off characters, it should have been longer. Like it, it should have been the Hound and Arya should have been had a little more time to talk 
Jamie and Cersei, same deal. I, I agree with that. Some of the dialogue that I think is there is just kind of weak, too. They, you know, they may have like, shot longer scenes and cut it. That's mm. true. That's absolutely so, true. I don't know. But well, I, I, I agree. Varys was... Oh, do you oh I was just going to... Yeah, I'd read. If you, if you can just it? put that on the shelf for a minute. Okay. I was going to say, do we need a segue into it? Um, <laughs> I was going to say you can make a website with all of the suggested changes you have to Game of Thrones mm. and let that be a portfolio for your uh, TV directing career. That's the best I got right now. Squarespace. <laughs> hey, it's Squarespace. They're sponsoring this podcast. Squarespace uh, will offer you tools to uh, make a website. And why should you want a website? Aside from sharing all of your cool Game of Thrones theories, you could do that on Reddit is what you're saying. No, you can't. Not like Squarespace. Space can allow you to do it. You got to get out there and get that millennial bread. Rise and shine. We're all making content out here. You need a website to do that. Uh, it's good for a portfolio for videos, uh, fan art, commissions, writing, uh, whatever your content creator dream may be in this year of our Lord 2019 because who wants to have a normal job? Screw that. Squarespace can help you help you get out there and make your dreams come true. Uh, they have template designs that support all major content types. That's pages, galleries, blogs, commerce, calendars, more and more, they say. Uh, they can also authenticate you to your social profiles, letting you auto post content to Twitter, Facebook, that's either a personal or a brand page, Tumblr, everything you could ask for. I'll post entries, uh, our post entries and images are optimized and tagged properly, uh, so it does all the SEO for you. That's right. Uh, you'll be uh, king of the internet overnight. Uh, just go to square, uh, squarespace.com slash dudesoup to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Once more, that's squarespace.com slash dudesoup. And I have a personal request. If you do take take Squarespace up on this offer, please send me your, your Squarespace websites. Ooh. I love seeing every awkward corner of the internet. We were just talking before like the podcast started how there was a time when the internet was more than three web pages. You should you should do your part to bring the internet back and uh, and let me let me enjoy that with you. So squarespace.com slash dude soup, ten percent off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thank you for the sponsorship, Squarespace. Uh uh let's do one thing real quick. I gotta I gotta At least had something on the shelf. Yeah, sorry, know. I'm so sorry. Oh, Varys, okay. you're about to say. Yeah, I, I kind of hated how Varys went out, her torching him. I did read something quite interesting that someone theorized that he on was... On Maybe on Freefolk. <laughs> that he was sending his little birds with food to poison her because Varys' preferred weapon is poison. So when he was like, oh, she's not eating... Like, he wasn't concerned that she oh. wasn't eating or drinking. He was trying to poison her. I don't know the validity of that huh. theory, I mean, but... Him I thought, and Tyrion I was like, talked about doing that. What they him and Tyrion talked about? They do doing in the that, previous episode. In the they previous do. episode, yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and he was like, That's yeah, right. please yeah. Don't. But like the thing is, like I don't know if it was too subtle in that episode because hmm. I mean it adds a very interesting just, dimension to it. It's uh, these are all things that are probably like scribbles from George R. R. Martin's books. It's like, and then there's a whole chapter devoted to Varys's poisoning attempt that ends up backfiring, and then, uh, oh, okay. and then yeah. it ends up backfiring, and then he that's what ends up getting him killed. But in the show, it's just like, oh, they had one discussion about this, and they talked to John once, and then, then they kind of just grabbed him and yeah. pulled him out. Yeah. No, it's fast. It's too fast. Right, Who's going to get his rings? Yeah, it's blindingly bright in the hot take we corner. Got some, we got some new entrance into the hot take corner, Ryan and Dan. Oh, at the same right time? Yeah. Corner. Well, it's just because we're... Right. We're, we're right over here. <laughs> we're, we're coming hot up take. on Who those homeless men in? <laughs> All right, boys. Drop, drop your hot takes on us. What's your hot take? Oh, what? My hot take. If you wanted a storybook ending... You came to the wrong place. You Put the microphone towards your magic, face. You wanted a magic princess girl to have a storybook happy ending. This is not that place. These aren't comic book superheroes. Uh, they are not golden gods of morality. These are gray fucking characters. That's what I said. All right? Gray Boom. characters. Hot take. Nice. That's a good hot take. <laughs> is there more? Yeah, yeah. A little oh, bit more. more. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
So yeah, these are great characters with major flaws, and they fight notes. and lose against their own personal demons. Enjoy the moral challenge of reconciling good people that you like doing things that you don't like. That's right. It's humanity. Yeah. It's, it's real. Yeah. Boom. Ryan, read your paper now. Hot take. Oh. <laughs> oh I don't have a paper, but oh. I got it on my dome. <laughs> and uh, hot, my hot take, you know, it's all, uh, clearly about the nuclear pro proliferation of the 1950s. Because oh, if you have, uh, right, you know, if right. you have, no matter who you are, no matter how pure you are, no matter how heroic you are, if you have your access to the button of a nuclear weapon that is a dragon, then you will use it at some point. It will poison your mind and you'll just kill everybody that you can see indiscriminately. So that's what I took from the episode. Also want to know where's all the dragon shit. If you have a dragon in the in right. your movie, you should see giant mountains of shit somewhere. It's unrealistic. There's, they're nowhere to be found. Right, right. right. They, Ryan, they, they called it a movie. banged on it under that waterfall. Ryan, Ryan called it a movie too. So. <laughs> He's saying they're, all they're media. feature length. <laughs> I mean, they are feature length. If, yeah. if, when you when you're breathing fire, if you're a dragon, you're exposed from you know your ass is exposed, so you could be breathing fire and shitting at the same time, right. dropping giant three ton turds onto your enemies. I mean, it's it's unexplored in the in the series, yeah, and I think it, I'm pissed about it. What Dan said was very eloquent. But the turds, the <laughs> I think turds got something. might Thank be you. dragon heart, more like dragon fart. Right, James. <laughs> you know it. You get it. Thank you, Ryan and Dan. That was the yeah. hottest take of Definitely. all. Those Thank you. Nice wow, wow Ryan looked really angry there too. So Juicy. hot. Ooh, okay. So hot. Wow. Well, I don't know how we can up that. Aside from, so we we've been discussing literature a lot here today. I too am a fan of literature. I know of the yes. written word. Yeah. Why are you looking at me? Why are you like talking directly at me? <laughs> I don't want to look at Bruce. He's, oh, okay, okay. He's threatening you. Uh, there. Some time ago, uh, we have we have a segment here called Bruce Reads. Where Bruce reads. I mean, we haven't done it in uh, probably a year, but yeah. No, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, <laughs> very popular. Popular segment. <laughs> segment yeah. A while ago, I want to say at least three years ago, uh, Bruce read the Dust Jacket. It was a paperback, but let's just assume Dust Jacket for a book called Trigger Warning. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I do remember that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been reading it on Kindle. It's a it's a quick read. It flows pretty well. Small words. Um, you have so much time. And I've highlighted a number of sections. So over the next twenty years or so, we'll just hit the high points. Uh -huh. Consider this the HBO version of Trigger Warning, the novel. Got it. Okay. So here you go, Bruce. Mm. Uh, let me set the scene for you. Mm -hmm. It's weird because I know Lawrence is busy. Like I see how busy busy he at work. Is He's in, busy at work. In work and life. Oh. But I mean work and life. I think just in yeah, general. I see pictures Lawrence of him busy. out and about in his free time doing but stuff. But then he comes the into shots. a room and he's like, I've been reading trigger warning on Kindle. And I go, How does that happen? <laughs> I don't do much else. I don't brush my teeth anymore. Uh, but so let me set the scene here. Mm -hmm. Our our hero, Jake. Yeah. Ex Marine, college. Already conflict, right? Mm -hmm. You can just imagine it. Yeah, Liberal yeah. college. Ugh, wow. Terrible. Stupid. Who's Craig? Craig is, uh, so Jake was in his dorm room trying to read, study, like a good student. Sure. And then he hears an altercation outside. A man and a woman mm. fighting. Mm -hmm. Jake's not my problem. But then it gets physical. Who's Annie? Annie is the lady. Uh, Craig is the man. They're the, the feuding couple, if Got you will. It. Understood. Jake doesn't want to get involved, but he's a good guy. Okay. He doesn't like seeing a man yell at and strike a woman. Who does? Nobody. Nobody likes that. So Jake, being a good Marine, goes goes to help, tells right. Craig, hey, man. Perfect. Why don't you stop? And right. Bruce, and here's, hey, take here's, us away. And here's where we pick up. Wait. Uh, no. Oh, yes. Omar had to shout, wait, to run this. Oh, yeah, he changed the lighting and everything. Too. Yeah. I, it's been a long time since I've been able to do that. 
Nobody uses this. I don't it looks understand. Looks like one why. of the lights is gonna go. I had the privilege. It looks like it's flickering. Oh boy, yeah, they're. Oh, oh no, that's no, just, they're flickering because fire. It's supposed to be like fire. Okay. All right. Starting with Craig. Craig looked around at him and said in an annoyed tone. Well, this is a bad start. I'm gonna start over again. Okay. Craig, so who's him here, Jake? Uh, I'm trying to get people into this story. The writing is not great, and often oh, it does confuse terrific. its pr pronouns and subjects. Right. Craig, That's just part of the writing. Craig looked around at him and said in an annoyed tone, Are you still here? This is none of your business, man. He paused. Are you one of the football players? Kelton College had a football team, but it hadn't won a game in three years. You're big enough, but Olmstead's not the athletic dorm. I'm not a football player, Jake said, and you need to let go of the lady. You don't have to call me a lady. Annie said, just as Jake had expected, she sounded halfway offended. I'm trying to help you. That's no excuse for perpetuating stereotypes and spreading toxic masculinity. Jake couldn't hold back a sigh. Even scared and in trouble, Annie couldn't stop herself from parroting some of the garbage that had been forced into her head. Not for the first time in the past half dozen years since he'd enlisted, Jake found himself wondering if the people he fought to defend really deserved it. <laughs> I keep reading. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, he'd always concluded that they did, but sometimes it wasn't easy to convince himself. Craig said, all right, we're going. He turned and tried to pull Annie along with him. No, she said, let me go. You heard her, Jake said as he stepped closer. Craig finally released Annie's arm, but only so he could ball that hand into a fist. He twisted toward Jake and threw a punch. Jake moved his head out of the way and said, stop it, man, while you still can. Ooh. Oh. I'm not scared of you, Craig shouted. I don't care how big you are. I know Krav Maga. He had just started <laughs> he had just started some sort of fancy martial arts move when Jake hit him with a left hook to the belly. Craig's eyes got so wide, <laughs> Jake could see the whites of them even in the bad light. As he started to double over, Jake swung a right cross to the jaw that snapped Craig's head over. Craig went down hard, pounding his face against a concrete walk. You killed him! Annie screeched. No, I could have. I just knocked him out. Didn't even break his jaw. He'll be all right. She came at him, hissing and spitting. Jake didn't know many cops, but he'd known some MPs, and they felt the same as their civilian counterparts about handling domestic disturbances. Those calls were the worst, and this encounter was a living example of it. All he'd tried to do was help this woman, and now she wanted to claw his eyes out because he'd hit her boyfriend. What <laughs> the word capitalism? Anyways, he should have stayed with that weighty tome about how capitalism was the worst economic system and America was the most evil country in the world. Instead, I don't know. Instead, he had to raise his arm and fend off the punches she was throwing at him. Although the blows were ineffective enough, he probably could have just stood there and taken them without any harm being done. Because he's a cool dude. Sorry. I shouldn't you, you fascist! She screamed. You oppressor! Hell, lady, Jake said, knowing the word would get under his skin again. How'd you know I used to be in the army? <laughs> he decided he might as well turn and walk away and let her do her worst. He's about to do that when Craig groaned. The sound made Annie break off her attack and drop, her, drop to her knees beside him. She lifted him into a half-sitting position and held him against her. He seemed like he was still too groggy to know what was going on. Jake heard a sudden rush of footsteps behind him and turned to see several black-clad figures charging him. He couldn't make out their faces, and when they yelled, Fascist! Fascist! And the words were muffled, he knew why. They were wearing hoods over their heads. Then they were on him, swinging bicycle chains with locks on them, metal pipes, and other objects turned into clubs. And this peaceful night on the small, elite college campus turned into a fight for his life. What, who was who were the people at the end with hoods? That was Antifa. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> I just want to say that there was this 
little bug crawling around, and I thought it was making its way for this. Yeah. Just because it like recognized it. It was trash. Uh, it's, it's a trash. paper dies. Um, <laughs> But then Bruce put a sheet of paper down, and I think the the paper hitting it killed it. <laughs> Which is a uh, shame. Wow. So yes, that is that wow. is the instigating action and trigger warning. So he almost beat up a woman. It sounded like in the, no, she was beating well, on him, was and he was spitting and like, hissing. Whatever. Women are wont to do. Yes. I, I do like that. There's a there's a line from her that's this. That's no excuse for perpetuating stereotypes and spreading toxic masculinity, to which he is toxically masculine and stereotyped. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, I mean, because that's how it really is. That's true. That's true. And if she weren't brainwashed by leftist liberal education, she'd be okay with that's it. That's fair. That's fair. Ah, thank you, Bruce, for yeah. sharing fine literature with us. Great. Yeah, no problem. I have a whole lot more of this book highlighted. I'm sure you do. Perfect. So don't worry. As the months go by, we'll hear about Jake and his... His, uh, his travels. There, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, but there is a scene where they stat, they introduce the bad guy and he kills one of his own henchmen to prove how awesome he is. Oh, oh nice! What a yeah. surprise! Yeah. They totally break everything in this mm-hmm. book. It's just never, it's just snapping happened. all the chains. Never happened before. What is this book called? Trigger warning. Of course. Look it up, Elise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the dude also writes a ton of westerns and stuff. Oh, okay. That makes it all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Uh, we're coming up on the end here. I got some, I got a couple of stats to throw out oh, for okay. you. Going yeah, back yeah, to Game like of a little bit. This is from the uh, the R Game of Thrones subreddit, the shitty one, oh, yeah. apparently. Uh, <sighs> not Neeler, free Neeler. No, yours, yours is Song of Ice and Fire, right? No, we we respect a Song of Ice and Fire. Understood. Oh, um, okay. Though we don't always agree with their mentality, but we look down upon. Mm. I just think it's our interesting because the free folk did bend the knee in the narrative of the. They had to, or else they would have been uh, killed by the White Walkers. Lawrence. Yes. Okay. So, uh, on a scale of one to ten, what score would you give this episode? They gave it a six point three. Last week's episode got a six point two. The season's second and third episodes managed seven point nine, and the premiere uh, seven point five. Hmm. See, that's the thing that's so weird about it. Because last week's episode, I remember last week's episode, people were also upset about because they felt like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Like that. I, these are just general. Like when you check Twitter afterwards or whatever. Check and the, obviously, yeah. I pick my own people that I follow or whatever but like the general was that man nothing happened but it felt like it was like all right now we're going to close some of these stories and then move on to the next one but people didn't like that either can't argue with facts and logic that's true that's fair Uh, on how well written was this episode on a scale of one to ten the average is a 4.9. Yowza. This is a survey from the Game of Thrones subreddit. Game of Thrones the one subreddit. That free uh, folk looks down on. Just want to make sure. Survey of more than 133,000 <laughs> 133, Thrones fans from that subreddit. I don't know if they all or if this is the number of people, but that's what the thing says. Anyway, was Daenerys uh, Targaryen justified in her actions? Had she been provoked to the point where this was justified? A whopping 86% said no, she was not justified in raising King's Landing. But that's that's a weird question because they're it's asking the, they're asking yeah. the audience's morality. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Not they're not asking the morality the of the world, which is in the world. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah. Um, between which of these two battles? Uh, which of these two battle episodes was your favorite between the Battle of Bastards and the Battle for King's Landing? Oh. Seventy nine percent said Battle of the Bastards. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. amazing. One wasn't even, I mean, it wasn't even a battle. Yeah. It was basically just special effects of fire, yeah. and everything. like throwing a bunch of foam bricks at Arya yeah. while she flies around. Uh, on a scale of zero, totally unsatisfying, to ten, totally satisfying. How satisfying did you find Clegane Bowl? Seven point one. Huh. Mm-hmm. Passable, but not great. Yeah. Honestly, I'm okay with that too. 
it wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of catharsis in it. It was just a zombie getting stabbed a lot, and then he slow mo tackled him through a wall into fire. Like it was the most generic action movie. Ending. I mean, he did beat him in sword fight a couple times. You know, that's true. The hound won. Yeah, you're right. If yeah. he were a normal dude, he would have died. the The mountain would have died a couple of times. That's a good point. Hmm? Yeah, but I could understand. Clegane Bowl is weird because that's something that the fandom built up. I didn't think it would ever more happen. More than I think the show ever did. Yeah. But I didn't think it was actually, I, I was like, yeah. I don't think this is actually going to happen in the yeah. show. Kind of like Lady Stoneheart. Like, I was like, I don't think this is actually going to happen in the show. I'd be surprised if it showed up. Um, so I was I was more surprised that it actually unfolded. Yeah. But that, that skewed I, my perspective. I, I thought think. it was good, but I honestly was kind of hoping, I think, for something more like the hound or the mountain and the viper, like of um, uh, what's that's his a, name? That's an amazing fight. Oberyn like, and uh, Mount, like, and like just, I, I kind of wanted to see what um, the guy. No, um, Oberyn. Oh, I, I kind yeah. of wanted to see which. Which, by the way, like the hound or the mountain no, has like one finisher, which is yeah. this. The eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I kind of wanted to see. You, you know, part of the 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 beauty of that that mountain viper episode is the reactions of everyone watching it go mm-hmm. down so for Clegane Bowl I like wanted mm. Cersei to be there and see her like champion go down I mm-hmm. wanted Arya to be there and see the hound like I wanted the, the spectator mm-hmm. stands mm-hmm. which we didn't have I, it yeah. was a pretty cool fight still but I wanted the ramifications of the people at, you know witnessing it which... that's, a good, that's a good point uh, well yeah I don't know how to segue into this one <laughs> good luck on that one you know what? One thing Game of Thrones time didn't have loans. Good credit. Yeah. <laughs> Go oh, ahead. well, I mean, the, oh the, my the gosh, I got that. Ah, what were you gonna say? You gonna say something? Oh, she's 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 <laughs> melting. Man, I'd hate to be the Iron Bank right set. now. They must be really worried about set. their That's financial kind of situation. Damn it. Harry if Strickland uh, couldn't the Golden Company. Oh, could not, oh there we go. Save Cersei from the Which, Iron by the way, ba- uh, Bank. Boy, um, <laughs> I understand it. I do look like that guy, but man. It's been it's been wall to wall on Twitter. Uh, they should have just cast me. Is what I'm saying. No, I do think it's funny that guy going there. Like he's telling his friends, he's like, "I was casting Game of Thrones." Yeah, They're guess, like, "Guess who's on Game of Thrones?" This guy. <laughs> to do what? Six How many lines do you have? <laughs> oh, it's it's well, more about screen You looked time. exactly like him, by the way, when you were doing the. Confused and lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably how he looked on set too. Yeah. And they're like, "Where are my sides?" And they're like, "You, you don't need them. Yeah, just you're fine. Yeah. Just I, again, kind of like you're. Do I need a mic. Kind of like you're on." And the Golden Company. I feel like these are relics of things George R. R. Martin told them were going mm-hmm. to be very important in the books. And they're like, okay. Well, logistically, the, that is important. It or is. It was. But now is it's it? Not. Do we know? Like, well, I mean, who knows? But, everything like, but, but there was a lot going, a lot more going on in the Golden Company in the books. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more, like, very important, a lot more shit happening there. Just like there's a lot more going on in your financial nice. life. Nice. Good second, second. All right. This yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Upstart. Um, Upstart is a lending platform that offers smaller interest rates to help you pay off high interest debt. That's credit card debt, student loan debt, what have you. Uh, the thing Upstart would like you to know is that they don't go by traditional credit scores. So the they reward you based on your education and job history to inform an interest rate. So it's not purely by just your credit history, but more about your your life situation and your life trajectory. And because of that, they might be able to offer you a smaller interest rate than what you're currently paying on whatever debts you may be trying to pay off. Uh, they say the 
The best part is it's fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. That's another weird thing. When you run a lot of credit checks, it actually makes your credit score go down because it makes it seem like you don't, you're not secure in your credit or that you're about to borrow a lot of money. So they have a way to check your credit that doesn't affect it. And once the loan is approved, most people get their funds in the next business day. So you can stop paying high interest right away. Uh, over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit card debt, student loans, fund their wedding, make large purchases. You know, always just be responsible about it. But this is the point, is that maybe you can find a way to pay less money in the end. Uh, so go to upstart.com dude to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Uh, they say that checking your rate only takes a few minutes, and again, it won't affect your credit. You can do that right now at upstart.com dude. Once more, that's upstart.com dude. Doesn't hurt anything to look at your options. And especially if you're paying a lot of interest, your options might be better than what you're doing right now. So yeah, upstart.com slash dude. Thank you for the sponsorship. And thank you, everyone. Uh, real quick, I want to do a lightning round. Mm. Lightning round. Okay. End of the episode. Uh, I have a list of bad TV finales here. Okay. I saw the list. Yeah. And I looked at it, too. I looked at it. It's, it's you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to ask our opinions on it? Yeah. I want, I want upper, higher or lower. Is, wait. Better. Wait. Gabe. Hmm. Well, I'm we trying to think of how to do this. It's not confusing. Could Game of Thrones hail Mary with this final episode? I don't know. I, but. I don't. I think Pete, they've already it, they've seems, already closed off a lot of things if, that they could have done right. If you are not into it, I don't know that there's anything that can happen Maybe, in the final yeah. episode that'll make you that'll be like I do now love the show. Pot again. pie, pot pie. Unless back. you are very very yeah, uh, hot pie is. The boy or, who's I call him pot pie. I don't even know his name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hot pie. <laughs> Sorry, oh, hot pie. All right, so for each of these, and you can all just say it at once. Doesn't matter. It's a lighting room. Um, say whether or not you think Game of Thrones is better or worse. So better if Game of Thrones is better, worse if Game of Thrones is worse. But then the finale? Yeah, which hasn't happened Game yet. Of finale. Hasn't happened yet. Okay. But based on where you think it's going. Okay. Conclusion. Got it. Speculate. Got it. Yeah, 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 got it. This is science. Got it. All right, yes. It's very scientific. Facts and logic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Seinfeld. Uh, better for me. I like Game of Thrones better. Okay. Worse. Ooh. I actually really loved yeah. the Seinfeld I, finale. I was like one of the weird people that, yeah, I, I, did too. I, I didn't hate it. it. I, I was like, it, we I got it everybody great. again. Um, par. Okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe Good Par. Uh, Dexter. Didn't Never see saw it. it. All right. Uh, so I'm going to say Game of Thrones is better. Game of Thrones is better. Fair enough. Futurama. Oh. Didn't see the finale. I did. Game of Thrones better. All right. What? I don't remember how bad it was. It ended it so people think heartwarming. Futurama was bad? I think it was good, but I mean, like, Game of Thrones is awesome. Futurama is awesome. <laughs> the ending of Futurama, though? Yeah, I'm it ended, it ended, ended so heartwarming. What was the premise of the last episode? So the original was like Fry and Leela got together, mm -hmm. but then they had to then they, undo that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do it again at the end of the, yeah. the they second They get back ending. together again? Well, and like the world resets, right? No, the last episode, they, they break time, mm -hmm. so they grow old together while, every, while the rest of the world is frozen, right? And then at the end, they fix it, and they get to start over and have the entire relationship again. Christ. It's fucking awesome. I like Endgame better. Oh, Endgame was better. Uh, Scrubs. Never saw, it. Never saw it. Oh, that's where he sees... Is that where he sees a projector? I'm throwing I've, I've out, seen man. the end of it. Game of Thrones is better. Okay. Mad Men. This I have seen. Never saw it. I haven't seen it. Didn't see it. But oh, I'm going to go ahead and say Mad Men's better. Don't know. Haven't seen it. Okay. In uh, <laughs> Mad Men, like, Don Draper almost hits, like, a character, like a character breakthrough doesn't. Like has a drug trip and then invents the Coke seventies ad. That's wow. it. That's basically it. Okay. Yeah. See, sometimes I didn't watch it ends with him winning sometimes again. Sometimes characters maybe. just grow. Yeah, they like just Majin float. Vegeta. Uh Quantum Leap. <laughs> Never <laughs> absolutely it. didn't see that. Is that the one where he What's turned Scott into a, a mentally handicapped person? That is a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the finale. Uh, no. It just basically ends with him being like, he never made it home. Hmm. Womp womp. 
That's mm, okay. It. It's just like a title card at the end. Uh, the X Files. I don't remember. Does that count the movies? Game of Thrones is better. Uh, <laughs> so it, <laughs> it leads into the movies, which yeah, like the TV that's, series. That's just why it sucked. Yes, because that's why you had to see the movie. So like oh, when right. it ended, you're like, mm, mm-hmm. and they're like, go watch the movie. And you're like, oh gosh, <laughs> okay. I did. By the way, I did too. Game of Thrones. Then Game of Thrones. Dinosaurs. I don't know. Oh, worse than dinosaurs. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dinosaurs is great. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible, but it's such a fucking like. Oh, Did it like, end with the asteroid or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, so, Dinosaurs was a puppeteer, like a puppet show that happened in what, mid 90s? It was basically yeah, like Jim the Henson's, Flintstones. Yeah. yeah. But, it was but awesome. It was a great show. It was a, it was like a kind dinosaurs. of a, it was a comedy, like a sitcom. And then it ends with the meteor that extinguishes all the dinosaurs. No, no, no. It's they, they, the construction company kills off. A certain amount of an certain animals that were living in the woods that you know Earl Sinclair would knock down, uh-huh. and then they're like, "Please don't do it," and then they end up killing that, which then the extinction of that species causes this certain plant life to overgrow, which causes it's like this. It creates this environmental chain reaction. It's more like global warming. Oh, I than thought it, it was is. the meteor. Like, no, no, it-, it is about the extinction of the dinosaurs. But if I, unless I'm crazy, I believe it's. There is actual huh. uh, industrial action that the dinosaur world takes to try and really? like move forward Boy. for the sake of industry. That I'm pretty sure then causes a chain reaction of things. And every time they try and How do, prophetic. every time they try and do a new thing to fix the problem, it makes the problem worse until the us. until the the uh, temperature of the planet drops and it brings in the ice age. And oh. the last shot is them looking out their window as snow starts to fall. And it pulls out <laughs> slowly and quietly, and they're all like, "Like I think the baby, who's like the comic release, is like, like is like, Daddy, oh God. are we gonna survive?" And he's like, "We'll see, son. We'll see." Oh, and then like what pulls am I away. Of? You're absolutely right, though. On, from Wikipedia, the series finale of Dinosaurs, titled "Changing Nature," depicts the irresponsible actions of the dinosaurs toward their environment wow. and the ensuing ice age, which leads to their demise. Dinosaurs is a great show. There's also an episode where Robbie does steroids, <laughs> and no joke. It's the coolest looking version of that. Like he gets fucking shredded. It's awesome. Every All right. time. And then the the the, in, the inevitable reference, Lost. I never watched. I watched the, the Lost. Did you ever watch the Lost series? Really? Yes, but I had only seen I, I've only seen the pilot of Lost and the series finale. That's right. I only watched. I watched like all of season three, and then that's like uh, it or something. I don't. Somewhere in the it's middle. Way better than I, Lost. I watched seasons one, two, and three, and then I watched every other episode for however many other seasons it went. Then I watched the series finale, and it was one of the worst series finales I've ever watched, ever, of Mm. all time. It was Mm. terrible. I couldn't stand it. I watched every single episode of that show as it was airing with parties with my friends, and I regret that part of my life. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I actually am actively, I I hate that I spent time watching that show. because of the finale. Me too, Omar. People people seemed to be comparing Game of Thrones to Lost, but I don't know. I guess guess it's the same in different situations, but it felt like, again, no commentary on Lost. I'm in. I have not seen enough of it to say, but it felt like the, the driving momentum of that show is the the mystery. It was, and yeah. I think when you don't pay off a mystery, that's really really bad. That's what they did over and over and over. They didn't pay it off. Even if the more. characters are good, like I hmm? feel like Do it's. More? Oh no, that's it. Oh, so unless just, you have one, I just watched two phenomenal series finales. Oh Veep, yeah, Veep was. Yeah. Awesome and Broad City oh. was like wonderful. Oh, Broad City's okay. Broad was, City. Oh man, I, was, I love Broad City. I was per, pretty close, perfect. Like you know, you Omar, say, like, you I teared up. Of, yeah, I teared up at the end. Yeah, of it. I was, it was like, so uh, it was so well it, done. It felt like me like like watching that saying goodbye to like my best friend oh, back mm-hmm. home. Like I don't, it, it was just yeah. yeah. They're both great shows. Yeah, both great shows. They're awesome. Really all, went out well, both went out on top. 
Yeah, um, I guess don't just like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just saying, don't, to, there's a lot of great television out there. Sometimes you need to look for it. Yeah. Like, so. My Hero Academia. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was referring to. I know. That and Baki season two. That <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Ball Majin Buu arc. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening to Dude Soup this week. A uh, bit of a no post show today. Uh, we got some plans in the works, though. That might be might be morphing. Maybe, maybe not. We got, we got some things going on. So, yeah, look forward to that. Uh, we will not uh, we will not fully ignore our fan base for too much longer. Uh, but this week, yes, we are ignoring you. So, sorry about that. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else going on in the, the world of Funhouse we should talk RT- about? RTX. RTX is coming up. Yep, buy those tickets. But Come they, and see us. I think if they don't buy tickets before May 24th, they will not get autograph sign-up codes. And is the, there is a Funhouse 15 is a coupon Is that code. still active? It might be oh, only active for like another day. I don't know. Dang. I really don't know if that's active or not. Funhouse 15 is the code. Yeah. Yep. Until You can use it until <sighs> June 15th. RTXevent.com. Get your tickets. Uh, I think we got a new merch maybe. Probably. Yeah, I'm, on the way. I'm sorry. We got a huge weekend on the channel. Yeah, huge. I don't remember. Huge. Oh yeah, I do remember. Rage yeah. two gameplay. Yeah. Mega Man two point five D gameplay. That's finally. Wow, God. we did it. That's like a year ago. Lost City of Vampires <laughs> gameplay. Sorry, wow. Lost City of Vampires is gonna be. That's a sleeper hit there. And then uh, <laughs> calling it already. I don't think you could do that with sleeper hits. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh. The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace episode one. The Phantom Menace gameplay. Coming this weekend. Not that's a sleeper a, hit. Everybody will love that. That's a big weekend. Yeah. yeah, big weekend coming up. So make sure to get rested, get hydrated, get ready. Uh, thank you all for listening <laughs> to Dude Soup Podcast. We'll be back next week with, I don't know, stuff. So thank you guys. And thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Digital magic. We didn't talk at all about Sonic this week. <laughs>